Give me a duolingual children's picture book with all of the magic of the holidays while sharing traditions of celebration by way of Puerto Rico. This new holiday tale spun from a nod to Latin culture will have you and the little ones up all night waiting for a very special visit. Are you ready? The Books and Vogue Podcast. Come get your favorite next book. Books and Folk Podcast with Catching Welcome, book lovers, to the Books and Folk Podcast. This is your premier listening experience all about immersive reading and helping avid and reluctant readers alike imagine book characters like never before. I'm your host, Catching the Dad. The format of the show is I introduce a book. Share tips on how you can engage your senses as you read this title because it's one thing to be a mood reader, but you get a little something extra from the story when you are set the mood reader. And finally, I will end the story with a reimagining of my favorite scene. Today, we will discuss techniques for getting into La Noche Before Three Kings Day by Sheila Colon Bagley, illustrated by Alejandro Mesa, with none other than the author. Welcome, Sheila. Hi, I'm so excited to be here to chat with you about my book, baby. I'm so excited as well. So please tell us about the book. Yes, um, La Noche Before Three Kings Day uh, follows a Puerto Rican family on the eve of the Epiphany, which is also known in some areas of the world as Little Christmas. Uh, and while the grown-ups are preparing a large meal, the kids are preparing their shoe boxes for Los Reyes which is what we call the three kings in Spanish, to arrive later that night with their gifts. So they're filling up their plates with their favorite foods. They sing, they dance, and they play games. And of course, when it's time for bed, they're way too excited to sleep. So that leaves us wondering, will they be able to stay up to wish the three kings a Felicia de los Reyes? You'll have to read my book to find out. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Sheila. Do you care to join me in a discussion of some tips for setting a reading mood? Por supuesto. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, book lovers. I hope you have your writing utensils ready because class is in session. Hear it, see it, smell it, sense it, taste it, touch it. Oh. Hear it, see it, smell it, sense it, taste it, touch it. The Books and Podcast. So, Sheila, what's the vibe? How can we engage our spirit as we read this book? Well, the vibe is most definitely celebratory. Um, unlike the inspirational story, Clement Clark Moore's The Night Before Christmas, no one is sleeping in this version. They're eating, they're singing, they're dancing, and they're having a blast as they come together with their extended family to prepare for this special occasion. You know, even after the children have gone to bed, you can really feel the anticipation in the air. And 
spoiler alert, when the oldest child is awakened by the arrival of the three kings to her house, it gets even more exciting. The illustrator, I think Alejandro Mesa, did a phenomenal job in capturing the joy and the excitement, don't you think? Absolutely. I was mesmerized by the illustrations, just all of these beautiful brown tones, characters, multi-diversity, the hair textures, everything, the coloring. Perfect, though. I absolutely love the illustrations. Yes, I'm, I'm in love with this family. So, Sheila, what is the sound of La Noche before Three Kings Day? What key notes in the music or nature could set the tone as we read this novel. Yeah, well, I think um, we've got hints of Despacito, <laughs> definitely a Latin-inspired soundtrack. You know, we've got the unique combination of percussion meets wind instruments, meets um, string instruments, and it's just a very lively experience. Um, you really can't help but get up and dance. Um, it's the feeling that I'm going for. I love it. I love it. So, do share the aesthetics. This can be any visuals aside from the book, such as lighting. I picture a winter evening, so it's dark outside, um, but all the lights are on inside and everything and everyone inside is merry and bright. I've got my sparkly top on like I do right now. I've got my stretchy pants on like I also do, do right now. Um, to make room for the food, you know, that's a must have, um, which reminds me, please eat before you read my book. Speaking of, what is the flavor? Any food or drink companions for this title? Well, you know, food is central to this celebration and a lot of our Latina celebrations. Um, I would say that the flavors are equal parts savory meets sweet both you know complementing each other um and playing off each other like the crunchy salty tostones um come to mind as well as the sweet soft maduros um both come from the platano or what people know as the green plantain but um they sit at opposite sides of the spectrum you know in terms of flavor and texture um, yet they work harmoniously as beautiful accompaniments to the meal. And um, no discussion on the holidays would be complete without speaking about Puerto Rican pasteles, a quintessential dish on our table. Um, you know, for those that are not familiar with them, they're like tamales, uh, but they're made with a vegetable uh, masa uh, of braided green plantains, green bananas, kabucha, squash, and, you know, some other folks use other um, root vegetables. Uh, those are then wrapped around um, a savory uh, pork beef, even vegetarian, alternative filling, and then wrapped in a green banana leaf, boiled. And when you unwrap the delicious gift in front of you, and then you take that first bite, it's like a beautiful explosion of flavors going on in your mouth. So I'm hungry. Are you are you getting hungry yet? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm slowly starting to drool. <laughs> I don't have you tried pasteles before 
I have. It's so good. Aren't they amazing? Yes. Yes. They're hard to describe, right? Like the texture of the outside and then like the juicy, spicy flavor. And then not hot spicy, but just those spices in the middle are just, a, yeah. It's, All it's, that. You, you described it perfectly. <laughs> so what is the aroma? Are there any smells to transport us into the pages? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you know, just thinking about it, like it's making my mouth watering that between that <laughs> and the, the talk about the plantains, um, you know, I think I call it like Thanksgiving on steroids because you've got the magical spices, the garlic, the onion, the cilantro, the sazon, you know, all just lingering in the air. And then you've got the sweet caramel and the cinnamon and the coconut of the desserts like it's it they sound almost like opposites but somehow they meld together just perfectly <laughs> so yeah I just it, it just works so, are you getting are you still hungry are you getting uh, hungrier <laughs> listen my belly button is touching my back at this point <laughs> And I thought I had eaten before this interview. So I'm definitely getting there again. Thank you for that. <laughs> so how can we get more of the feels? Well, you know, I what I like about uh, picture books is that um, they are for an audience that still believes in magic and the possibilities of things. So um, what I would say is let's, Everybody close your eyes. Um, I want to take you back to your old self as a child. Um, when you celebrated the holidays, I want you to feel the joy, the excitement, the anticipation of the night before the big day. You cannot rest yourself. You're so excited to see what's going to be under the tree the next morning. Now feel the kerplunk of the grown-ups saying you have to go to sleep or the magic will not happen. So talk about pressure, right? So you manage to fall asleep finally, only to be awakened by a noise. You sit up in your bed. You wonder, can it be? And you run to your window you crack open your bedroom door, you cannot believe your eyes. Not only did the magic happen, but you got to see everything. The arrival, the gifts being passed out, and then the flight out of sight. Stay there a moment. Can you feel the magic? That's what I hope everyone feels when they read my book. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, there you go, book lovers. These are your recommended supplies as you read this title. If you're able, get some of these if available or simply imagine because it's time for my favorite scene. Disclaimer, please note that exact words, names, locations, and or scenarios mentioned in this reimagined reenactment may differ from the actual book. Sharing my favorite scenes, I reenacted though, imagining the fiction world that I've been reading of. Oh. 
aura of all the things. I just gave you a list. Come experience all the senses as protagonists. And it don't get more real than this. Immerse we will book some and live vicariously. Bedtime Story, starring Sheila Colon Bagley as narrator and Kat Trinidad as the inquisitive chow. Okay, it's time for bed. Can you read me a story? Of course. I'll read you one of my favorite books. Are you ready? Yeah. Was La Noche Before Three Kings Day? And wait, all... wait. Shouldn't it be Christmas? Not in this story. All through the casa, everyone was stirring, even Chico, our Chihuahua. Wait, wait. Shouldn't it be a mouse? Not in this story. We wrapped our shoeboxes with glee and delight, knowing the three kings would be there tonight. In the small comedor was my great big familia, boquitas wide open for our scrumptious comida. A long buffet table was set for a feast. We filled up our platos with all we could eat. From maduros, tostones, and tasty pasteles, to pollo guisado and arroz con gandule. We had arroz con dulce and flan for dessert. We ate and we ate till we thought we would burst. Wait, wait a minute. I thought they were supposed to have sugar plums dancing in their heads. Not in this story. We crept to the living room once we were done for wiggles and singing and some jolly good fun. Tio shook his maracas and papi strummed his guitarra with los primos and las primas we had a barranda. Shouldn't they be sleeping? Not in this story. All too soon it was time for mi familia to go. Surely the three kings would come muy pronto. What about Santa? He's not in this story. Off to bed now, mi hijas, it's getting late. But we begged. Por favor, can we stay awake? Before mommy could answer, off running we went and snuggled together in our hideaway tent. Battle, we're way too excited to just go to sleep. I'll read you a story and then you'll count sheep. When our tired ojitos could stay open no more, we placed our wrapped boxes beside the front door. While Papa washed the dishes and walked our perrito. <sighs> Mama took us in with a good night, besito. Buenas noches, amor. Book lovers, if you have enjoyed this sneak peek, you can get more by reading the whole book. La Noche Before the King's Day. It's available if you're a local library and everywhere books are sold. And if it's not, request it because you deserve to read all the books that interest you. And if you have already read La Noche Before the King's Day or are in the middle of reading it, let me know in the comments what you like to do to set the reading mood because I would love to hear from you. So please share your feedback. 
Sheila, is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners? Well, I'm so excited because I'm going to be in my hometown of Philadelphia doing some school visits and some story times in the days leading up to Three Kings Day. So I get to share this magical story with friends back in my own stomping grounds. Oh my goodness, that sounds exciting. <laughs> Thank you again, Sheila, for joining us today. I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you, book lovers, for listening with peace, love, and joy. Happy reading. The Books and Vogue Podcast. Come get your favorite next book. The Books and Vogue Podcast. Subscribe, listen, check out recommendations, and happy reading.